is the Epoch Times. Welcome to Epoch Audio, showcasing the best journalism covering news, culture, and society, addressing issues overlooked or avoided by other media. For the text version of this and more articles providing truth, tradition, and hope, please go to theepochtimes.com. JFK assassination doctors break silence, dispute key government claim, by Jack Phillips. Several doctors who were in the emergency room when former President John F. Kennedy was assassinated in 1963 raised serious doubts about the official narrative that says a lone gunman was responsible, according to a new documentary featuring interviews conducted in 2013. The Federal Warren Commission established that two shots fired by lone gunman Lee Harvey Oswald, who was located in the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository, struck President Kennedy from behind as he was traveling in a motorcade in Dallas. One of the bullets entered his upper back and exited near his larynx, while the second bullet entered the right side of his head and exited via his forehead. The former president was breathing when he entered Parkland Hospital before he was pronounced dead about a half hour later. However, what seven doctors said in the recent footage disputes the commission's claims about the event. Jacqueline Luth, executive producer of JFK, What the Doctors Saw, interviewed the seven Parkland doctors for the documentary. She wrote for CBS News last week that the doctors' recollections were precise and clear, as if the intervening decades had melted away. Ms. Luth wrote, Each of them reacted strongly when the autopsy pictures were projected on a screen. They didn't agree on everything, but it became obvious that the way the president looked at Parkland did not match the autopsy photos taken at Bethesda even before the official autopsy began. She added that the Parkland doctors had no agenda other than trying to save the president's life, but stipulated that those who witnessed the wound to the president's neck believed it was an entrance wound, which would dispute the Warren Commission's findings. She said several of them saw a gaping hole in the back of JFK's head. Warning to keep silent. In one of the clips from the documentary, several of the doctors recalled what was said by Dr. Malcolm Perry, the surgeon who attended President Kennedy. He also attended to Mr. Oswald. Dr. Robert McClelland, in the video taken from the documentary released this month, said, So at the press conference, Dr. Perry, in describing the throat wound here, said that he thought it looked like an entrance wound. Dr. Ronald Jones, another Parkland doctor, said, So we were thinking there were two wounds. Had to be an entrance wound and an exit wound. That was the only way we could put it together, and so I thought it was an entrance wound. Later, Dr. McClelland recalled that he noticed something unusual after the press conference with Dr. Perry about the JFK assassination. He said, When Dr. Perry left the room, someone came up to him who Dr. Perry thought maybe was a Secret Service man, and he told Dr. Perry, You must never, ever say that was an entrance wound again if you know what's good for you. Dr. McClelland, who died at age 89 in 2019, said that he believed that in all probability there was a conspiracy, i.e. there was more than one shooter, according to footage of the documentary released by the Daily Mail. And Dr. Jones said that in retrospect, if Mr. Oswald was in the sixth floor depository, how could he have been shot from the front then? And so was there more than one assailant? Another doctor, Joel Goldstrich, who was a medical student at the time of the assassination, asked, how could a gunshot from the rear peel the scalp from the front back? 
Other than the Warren Commission established by former President Lyndon B. Johnson, the CIA also has long maintained that Mr. Oswald, who was shot and killed just days later, was the sole perpetrator. Other claims. The revelations come as a former U.S. Secret Service agent went public for the first time in 60 years and appeared to refute the magic bullet theory. Paul Landis, an 88-year-old former agent, was only a few feet away from President Kennedy when he was shot and killed. He had been assigned to protect Jackie Kennedy, the former First Lady. In an interview with the New York Times, published on September 9th, Mr. Landis recalled hearing multiple gunshots at Dealey Plaza in Dallas as he went behind President Kennedy's limousine, seeing the president moving forward after being shot in the head. After the assassination, Mr. Landis recalled picking up what he called a near-perfect condition bullet from the back seat of President Kennedy's limousine, near where the president had been sitting. The former agent then transported the bullet to the hospital where President Kennedy was taken and put on a stretcher to be examined. He said he believed someone might pocket the bullet, which he did not describe in detail, as a keepsake. Mr. Landis suggested that the reason investigators suspected that a magic bullet struck the former president is because the bullet that Mr. Landis discovered was later found on a stretcher belonging to President Kennedy. It wasn't until the New York Times interview that Mr. Landis confirmed that it was he who found the bullet and placed it there. He told the outlet it wasn't until 2014 that he realized that the location of the bullet's recovery that was cited by him was different than what was mentioned in the Warren Commission. He then checked with several U.S. officials but was met with skepticism. That same year, a former Secret Service colleague, Clint Hill, warned Mr. Landis that he shouldn't speak about what he saw on that day. He recalled Mr. Hill saying, if he did, there might be many ramifications for Mr. Landis. Thanks for listening to Epoch Audio. This was JFK Assassination Doctors Break Silence, Dispute Key Government Claim. Written by Jack Phillips and read for you by Chris Rod. For more Epoch Times articles in text, please visit theepochtimes.com. This is the Epoch Times.